I'm Charlie Harger, and joining me is ComoNews.com meteorologist Scott Sistek. And, and Scott, unlike previous years, I, I've shown a little restraint in talking to you about this because uh, a lot of things have been up in the air in terms of this forecast, and I'm sure you hear up in the air a lot as a meteorologist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we are starting to come to an agreement that maybe at least some snow is on the way to the Seattle area. I want to preface this by saying we are recording this Tuesday morning. It's in the 10 a.m. hour, so things can definitely change. But what are you seeing right now, Scott? Right. Well, it's been kind of a battle leading up to this. I mean, if you want to even go back into January, we've been kind of waiting. We've been talking about La Nina and it's like, okay, it's going to be a really good, nice, cold and, and wet winter. And it's like, nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. We get into January. It's like, okay, where is it? And then we'd see these, like, you'd see these cold snaps out in the long range model, like way off in the distance. Like it was always day 13. There was kind of a running joke uh, among the meteorologists here of like, you know, the snowstorm's always 13 days away. And finally, now, as we get into February, it's like, hey, now it's only 12 days away. Now it's 11. Next thing you know, it's this week and it's still there. So we have been watching uh, with great, I guess, excitement is the right word, uh, watching this forecast kind of pan out. But then the forecast kind of fractured as we uh, got into last weekend um, between two camps. We have there are a bunch of different forecast models and even within the forecast models, there'll be different you know, ways or different products that they use to calculate the atmosphere. But there's two biggies. There's the one we call the GFS, and that's the American model that's run here by NOAA. And then there's the European model or the Euro uh, that uh, is run out of like a consortium of European Union countries and and Great Britain. And so um, the European model has kind of been stealing the thunder, no pun intended, over the last decade or so because it has been having a better track record with major storms. And it really opened some eyes back when Hurricane Sandy went through New York and New Jersey because that storm took a very unusual track and the European model had it correct several days in advance. And that kind of opened everyone's eyes to be like, okay, this European model's got something to it and it uses a little better data and it's got some better backing. And so over the years, it's kind of garnered this reputation of being kind of the gold standard of forecast models and so coming back here to us uh, once we kind of got into this weekend and we started looking at the snow event the european model has been very adamant and very consistent that a storm coming in thursday is going to come in somewhere around the mouth of the columbia rivers around the oregon washington border and that's in a sweet spot when it's cold here because being on the north side of the storm is the cold side keeps the wind out of the north blows that cold air in from canada and so this was a very good setup for getting some snow and it's painting like, you know, a moderate to maybe even a heavy snowfall across a lot of Western Washington, definitely Southwestern Washington, a pretty good chance of the Puget Sound area and even up into the North Sound uh, getting a little bit. On the other hand, the American GFS model had been very adamant of like, no, this storm is going in like way like South Central Oregon, like you know Eugene and Coos Bay and down in those areas. And it's going to be so far south that the moisture is not going to make it north into Seattle and we're going to stay dry. So it's been kind of just watching this, this tug of war of like it's been three, four days now where every time the European model updates, it's like it's going to snow in Seattle and western Washington. And then the American model updates and it's like, no, it's not. It's going to be dry and cold. And so we've been waiting to see who is going to blink. Well, finally, this morning, we think 
somebody has blinked. And for the first time in these last four or five days, the American model is starting to think, you know, maybe the European model is on to something. And while the European model has been very adamant and like, this is how the storm is going to go. And doesn't matter if I'm running this model today or yesterday or tomorrow, I'm going to say the same thing. And the uh, American model has been like, okay, well, maybe I'm starting to agree with you. And so as of this morning, all of a sudden, the American model is starting to paint some snow in Western Washington where it hadn't before. And so now our confidence is kind of increasing that it's like instead of this battle, we're starting to get a consensus. And even some of the other models that are out there, like uh, the, the British model and the, the Canadians have their own model, and even they're kind of supporting this idea of some snow. So now the question becomes, okay, are they all like on the right track? And if so, how much snow are we looking at here? Oh, that's a great question, Scott. Uh, and what I'm seeing on Twitter from a lot of the meteorologists around Western Washington is it's going to be very contingent on how far north or how far south you are? Yes. So with the storm track has been kind of, you know, leaning south, even doesn't matter which model, but sort of like, you know, somewhere around the northern Oregon coast has kind of been the favored location. So if you think about it, there's, you know, a rain shield that extends north of the storm or a precipitation shield. In this case, it's a snow shield. Um, how far north does that snow extend? And that's why it looks like, you know, if you're in southwestern Washington and like Olympia and Lewis County and Chehalis and maybe even up to Tacoma, you know, things are looking pretty good because you're, you know, even there could be some error in the track of the storm, but you're still going to get something from it. So snow chance is looking pretty good there. As you get farther away from the storm to the north, your snow chances decrease along with the expected snow totals. So it's sort of like this, you know, gradation of, you know, heavier snow down towards Chehalis, Olympia, you know, maybe kind of middle of the road here in Seattle, and then lesser snow as you go from like Everett northward. And what we're seeing, though, is as we start to come into general agreement here, uh, we're hearing this from meteorologists. I, and I'm just surfing Twitter right now. And, and here's what they're saying. This could either be potentially historic in terms of the amount of snow, or it could just be a run-of-the-mill sloppy inch or two. Uh, is it just too early? Here we are Tuesday morning to really know um, for sure what's going to happen. Yeah, I would say we're probably, I, I would want to get into tomorrow, into Wednesday, you know, get a day out. We'll start getting some rapid update forecast models that uh, work, you know, 12 to 18 hours out, and they will run calculations every hour. And plus, you know, we'll have a better idea once the storm gets going and forms and, you know, we can kind of match better where, you know, the model thinks the storm is versus where the storm actually is. And it's like, okay, if you got, you know, if you if you don't know where the storm is right now, then all your calculations are going to be wrong anyway. So that will help. Um, I don't think, you know, part of this this chatter about a historic storm is probably not the Thursday, Friday in itself, because, you know, that storm individually is probably, if it goes according to like what the Euro is thinking, I mean, it's, pro it's going to be a decent snowfall. I wouldn't say it's going to be a historic snowfall. I think where some of the chatter about historic comes in is there are some other weather systems behind it. There's another storm we're kind of watching for Saturday and maybe even potentially a third one on Monday. And so it's like, well, if you take the aggregate and if all three of these storms really, you know, hit us hard, then we could be talking about, you know, something we haven't seen in quite some time here. But 
we're kind of of the idea of, okay, Saturday and Monday is out there and it bears watching, but let's get through the Thursday one first because how that one behaves will affect how Saturday and, and Monday go. So I don't think, I'm thinking we're probably better than, you know, a sloppy inch or so that's going to be more than that just because it's, you know, cold is not really an issue. It's not like, you know, is it 38 degrees? Is the snow level 500 feet to 200 feet? Do we have to worry about, you know, snow intensity and all that? It's definitely cold enough for snow. So that part makes it easier to be like, whatever falls should be snow and it should stick. It's just how much is going to fall and where. I want to bring up something a little geeky we can because we're doing this in podcast form, but they have a ratio for snow to rain, and it's usually if it is one inch of rain that were to fall, it would be 10 inches of snow. Right. Uh, in terms of the precipitation here, I, my understanding is that is how the different models are projecting the amount of snowfall, 1 to 10. Uh, but it doesn't always stay 1 to 10. The snowflakes can be bigger. It can be 1 to 12, 1 to 15. Right, it could be. It uh, depends on the the temperature makeup of the atmosphere and and you know what's specifically going on with that individual storm. So yeah, it could be underestimating or it could be overestimating the amount of snow. It's just sort of like the ten to one ratio is the rule of thumb. That's a pretty good average, and you're you usually will see it pretty close to there. So I think you know when you see all these snow maps on on Twitter and the internet, and I post them too. You know when you see like the expected totals of it says like oh. There's going to be seven inches of snow in Seattle. Well, really, it's predicting seven-tenths of an inch of rain or moisture, and it converts it to snow on yeah. a 10 to 1 ratio. So you're right. An inch of rain is 10 inches of snow. So if you're thinking of a storm that's going to bring a half inch of rain, then you kind of think, well, that's if it's cold enough, that's about equal to five inches of snow. Okay. I want to talk about this. As you and I have been talking, National Weather Service out with a tweet, and I'll just summarize it here. They say Wednesday night, uh, snow amounts of an inch or less, especially Snohomish County North. Then they say the big significant system you and I have been talking about uh, would be Thursday in the afternoon or evening um, with four inches plus uh, Pierce County southward with lighter amounts as one goes north. Is that what you're uh, also seeing? And uh, is that something we can rely on or not rely on, but uh, uh, take pretty seriously that the Weather Service even is ready to go out and say four inches starting Wednesday in the afternoon sometime? Yeah, I think, well, I think the Wednesday, so the, the Wednesday snow is not the big event. That may be a little bit of snow as this cold air starts to really ramp up. Sometimes you get a little bit of snow when, you know, it's, it's already kind of getting that cold air out of the Fraser River Valley today. It's not very strong yet. It's pretty localized to Bellingham, but that's going to increase as we get through Wednesday. As the storm approaches, it's going to start drawing some of that colder air out. The wind speed's going to increase. Well, that's going to push out even colder air into the region. Sometimes as that colder air spreads south out of Bellingham and into western Washington, it creates its own little mini, mini front. We sometimes call it an Arctic front. And that can bring a little bit of snow on its own boundary. It's sort of like a unique, not it's not like a convergence zone in our traditional sense, but just the idea of colliding winds kind of create its own weather. And so that's the Wednesday snow that they're talking about, as you may see a little bit on this boundary. That won't be a significant amount. That'll just be, that's where they're probably getting that inch or less from. The Thursday uh, evening into Friday numbers do match pretty well. I kind of get the sense what they're doing at the moment is they're kind of taking the average of 
where the GFS and where the Euro are thinking right now, because the Euro has been definitely, if you think of like Pierce County South, the Euro has been on the, the, of the four inches plus, the Euro has been on the plus side of that. You know, the GFS has been hardly any until this morning. So I could see where, you know, still being two days out, four plus inches is a good place to go. It gives us some room to maneuver in case the storm starts drifting back south again and then starts pulling that moisture away. So that's, you know, I would say if you're that Pierce County South area is a pretty good bet just because you've got some wiggle room in the storm track that, you know, it can fluctuate and you're still going to get the snow. I would say for those of us, like I live in the North Sound, we're kind of on the edge. Like if the storm goes a little farther south, we may not get enough moisture. If it comes a little farther north, then we're going to get a little more. But I haven't seen that tweet yet, but I would say that pretty is a pretty good way to go for now. I would definitely agree with uh, that that connotation, especially for being too. Okay, and as we l look at this, uh, people shouldn't be surprised by anything is basically what I think you're trying to get across. But there's a lot of uncertainty. It, it could be a few inches for Seattle, which is disruptive enough and it could be uh, significantly more than that just depending on uh, these things right when, when do you think when we will know is it going to have to be thursday is it going to have to be friday well, or friday afternoon no. <laughs> <laughs> uh well snow events are always tricky here yeah. uh we are I, I don't know if lucky is the right word i don't even know if fortunate is the right word but you know, like I said, normally we're playing with both variables. We have to decide whether it's going to have enough moisture and it's going to be cold enough. And this time around, we're kind of taking the the question of cold enough out of the equation. We def we're, we're very confident it's cold enough to snow, which is rare. And so that part is, makes it a little easier. So I think now it's just where is the moisture going to go? And that's why we're thinking, you know, South Sound, Southwestern Washington, we're pretty confident just because you're going to be closer to the storm. North Sound, way more uncertainty and less confidence into how much snow, if any, you're going to get up there. Um, but I think for now, for being two days out, it's pretty reasonably sure that, you know, it's going to snow in places around here pretty easily on Thursday and Friday. I guess the next question after that becomes what happens after that storm, because we're watching that another storm may come in on Saturday and that one may come in even closer to home. And thus that one has potential for another round of widespread snow that may even do a better job of hitting the North sound this time. So if you miss out and you don't get a whole lot on Thursday, Friday, you still have another lottery ticket to play. But for those of you who do get the snow Thursday, Friday, you may be looking at a situation where, okay, I just got all these, the snow, I've got six inches, six inches of snow on the ground and now here comes more snow on top of it. And, you know, we're struggling to plow what we've got. And now here it comes again. So definitely forecast bears watching. It may not just be a one and done. It's definitely not a, at this point, we're not seeing it to where it's going to snow and then like warm up afterwards, like a lot of our snowstorms where it's a snow terrain. This looks to stay cold through the weekend. Um, so Saturday storm will bear watching. And then we've even seen inklings of potentially a third event on Monday into Tuesday. Uh, there is some uncertainty over whether we'll still be cold enough for that to be snow. That might be where we start transitioning to the snow terrain uh, idea, but um, we're kind of like, let's get through the first one and then get through the second one and then we'll see what happens on Monday. But um, 
I would say for now, uh, weather service is right on. I would, I would say they're on the right track. Totally agree. I think if you're south of Tacoma or in Tacoma and south of there, um, pretty good odds for some snow starting Thursday afternoon. If you're in Seattle, I would say it's decent odds. It's not a slam dunk. You'll probably get some snow. It just depends on how much, and it may only be a little. And if you're in the North Sound, um, you have a better chance of busting out on this one, but uh, still a good chance of some snow. I'd say at least up to Everett may get some. I would say if you're kind of up towards Skagit and Watkin County, it may just be more of a cold day versus a snowy day. But um, yeah, I'd say as far as snow events go around here, this one is probably a little more confident than most snow events. Okay, if you're listening right now, I want you to hear the sound of a meteorologist tensing up, uh, perhaps even dying a little inside. (laughs) Scott, I'm just going to bring up the GFS. Again, this is the wacky one. This is uh, something that almost certainly won't happen. I want you to breathe deeply before I say this, okay? Clear your head. I'm looking at uh, it measuring the snowfall totals between now and uh, the middle of the day on Monday the 15th. Are you sitting down, Scott? I am sitting down, and I know where you're going with this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Scott. I'm looking at the number above Seattle in terms of inches. The number above Seattle reads 25.4. Around Olympia, it reads 31.7. Around, I don't know, Marysville, Smoky Point, it says 21.9. Scott? Uh, what do you think when you hear those numbers and just some layperson, some civilian like me, tells you, the seasoned meteorologists, they see those numbers online? Well, that would definitely qualify as historic if that came to pass. What that map is showing, we should probably clarify it, is that is uh, one model's attempt at summing up the entire week. So that is a a overall start-to-finish snow total like amount that falls. And so not all of that sticks to the ground. Some of it will supplement go away so don't be thinking that if that model's right there's going to be 21 inches of snow on the ground just like at if you go up into snoqualmie pass it'll say that it snowed 14 inches but the base only went up nine inches so it's i guess it's splitting hair it's like oh okay well then it's only 16 inches instead of 22 but it's you know it's out there the models the model spit through that out there today is a spitball and just kind of like I'm hearing you get dizzy right now, Scott. Yes, well, you don't want to be you don't want to go out there telling people there's going to be 18 inches of snow on the ground on Monday because <laughs> that would I mean that would be historic. That hasn't happened I I can't remember. I'm trying to think of our I don't think you've even got that much snow in December 2008 with the two weeks of snow. It never really snowed that much. It was like lots of moderate events and I'm thinking 1996 it snowed a bunch. But then it melted pretty quickly because the rains came. Um, I guess you know 1990 there was, but that was pretty localized. I yeah. I mean that was that would be pretty historic. But it also gives you an idea of okay, well, how often does that really happen here? I think that model's probably gone a little overboard. I mean, this is the model that's been saying it's not going to snow at all, and all of a sudden it goes, oh wait, <laughs> I'm sorry, no, it's a foot and a half. So I don't know, a little bit of an eye roll when I see it now. I would not be putting a whole lot of stock in that right now. But, I mean, I suppose it's I suppose yeah. it's possible. It's, there's that meme where it always says, that you know, Jim Carrey, so you're telling me there's a chance? It's like, okay, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe there's a chance. But I don't want I don't want people thinking, like, oh, my goodness, the forecast is 18 inches of snow on by Monday. Um 
probably not going to happen. Well, probably not. We'll see. You know, Saturday storm actually has some decent potential on top of, you know, Thursday, like we've been talking about, is more of a south and central and maybe not so much north. You know, Saturday storm may be a little more, you know, equitable in, in dishing out the snow. Um, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> It's, you're also talking about a week from now. Maybe almost a week from now. Scott's but. losing his ability to form a thought when somebody Scott's brings that up. Scott's thinking like, okay, this is going out on airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like hidden in, like, you know, meteorologists, we all send this, these maps to each other all the time, just an email and, and, you know, direct message on tweets because no one else can see them. It's like, oh, yeah. haha, look at this. This says 21 inches of snow next week. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just I, I have to reflect back as a, a kid who was in middle school. This might have even been late elementary school in the mid '80s. I, I loved Harry Wappler, and I, I remember Harry basically guaranteeing there was going to be a foot of snow the next day. I was making plans with my friends. We were going to go sledding, not doing our homework. What happened? I you, you know what happened, right, Scott? I would guess it probably didn't snow. It didn't snow. Yeah. So that that's always the the risk we take. That's why you're trying to be very conservative but realistic with it. I think of what that you know we still sting from the windstorm five years ago. What windstorm never happened in October, and <laughs> that one was like almost the most slam dunk storm you could ever see. Like if you would have told me that night that that didn't get windy, I would have said you're you're crazy because every single model had it and was adamant and was showing like really dire numbers, and then nothing happened and. We were talking about with this storm, I was joking with somebody on Twitter a little bit that it's like, okay, we've been waiting for the GFS to bring the storm farther north because that's how Seattle gets the snow. And we were joking like, well, what if it brings it too far north and it goes like up into Canada and then we're on the warm side of the storm and then it snows for like a couple hours and then it turns to rain. And like, don't, you know, don't even bring that up. <laughs> it's like, it's, Scott, here's all, what we should do. Let's do this. Uh, this is a, a great conversation. Again, this is Tuesday morning. We're recording this. A lot can change. You have to do this tomorrow and maybe the next day? Sure. Why not? Maybe by then that map will say 48 inches. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Scott Sistek from ComoNews.com, our meteorologist friend. Scott, thank you so much. Sure. Thanks. Anytime, Charlie.